This meeting okay, is Okay, welcome. Let's yes. go. Let's do okay. this. Welcome to How to Be Unpopular, number 261. We're here with wow. John Julio. John Julio is the owner of Them Skates. This is a sequel podcast, and we spoke to you, John, four, almost four years ago when you first started Them. So a lot has happened in, in the last four years. Yeah, it's a long time. Jesus. Yeah. You know, I, uh, I think I was kind of in a similar scenario right now. I'm in my car. I think I was in a Starbucks the last yeah. time. Or I was outside of a Starbucks. Uh, no, no, no. I was inside of a Starbucks. And then I was in the outside of the Starbucks. Yeah, so moved. in this case, I'm inside my wife's car in front of uh, uh, the them shop. Nice. Um, I really wanted to be inside it for this, but I, I don't have the keys to it, so I can't go inside. <laughs> so I thought, I thought I could drive to my house, but then, um, you know, you guys have kids, so like, I probably don't want to wake up my kids. And my in-laws are in town from Germany, too, so I'm in my wife's car. So well, this is nice. Yeah, you don't have to yeah, worry about cozy. anybody up. Yeah. yeah, I'm cozy. I could be loud or Perfect. I could say profanity or, you know. Yeah, can... you don't have to worry about interruptions. Interruptions, exactly. Just to warn you guys, a naked kid might walk in. They, it might happen. Yeah. So just I, to give yeah, you guys up. Yeah, you might see a little penis walk in. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry oh about God. it. I'm sure you're used to it. I'm very used to that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you might be wearing a Spider-Man, just like long sleeve shirt, but no pants. That happens. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So you're outside the new, the new shop. That's yeah. exciting. So yeah, it's a... one of my questions was like, did you open a second shop or was that just a, a move in, in location? I was moving location. Um, technically both. Like uh, I've been trying to move back down here. I mean, those who don't know, uh, I've been, I had a shop on the same street that, we're on right now um it was a them good shop um but we carried volo and it was literally like caddy corner from where we're at now almost um the street was a lot different it wasn't as active as it is now like right now we're next to stucy um a skateboarding shop called um not us who's a very good friend of mine who owns it um francis and then there's Riff, who's kind of like a, um, a flight club of uh, Orange County. It's like a, they have a shop in L.A. too, but they're a pretty big reseller for shoes. Um, but they're, um, they're like two stores down. And then beside us is Bait. And they're, um, you know, they're very kind of like a streetwear. They have a Nike account. They do a lot of cool stuff with like the Japanese toy uh, industry. So um, I really wanted to be here. Like because of what we actually do as you know blading cup as an entity and and them skates of course but um we we threw a blading cup on this street you know so um since you know things have changed and for the better of course with them skates and um still being in santa Ana as my home um i just knew i wanted to be back on this street because this is where um you know a lot of activity and a lot of traffic was happening and 
we were, we are still, we have a warehouse space like in the industrial zone, which is about, you know, five to 10 minutes away from here. Um, and we grew um, from that space. Like we, we started with a small warehouse space, like literally a thousand square feet. And then um, I documented, I obviously this through social media and Instagram. So, um, and then we got another space like with the storefront um, within our second year, I'd say through COVID. And then, um, yeah, through COVID, I just, you know, I, I have felt like it was a good opportunity, um, through a bad situation, of course, in the world, but like, um, I was hoping to try, I mean, skating, as we all know, um, was growing and I just felt like maybe this might be the, you know, on the business side of things, like a good opportunity to be in a place where, in a, you know, post COVID and, um, where our business was at, I just, in the end, I guess the end of the story is like, I really knew I wanted to be here on this street. So sorry. Yeah, I like, That's cool. Like yeah. so it's in, cool to be around like similar industries, but, but different. And it's always nice to like get kind of outside influence and see what other people are doing. And yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think it's been a, a goal for me, even through the Volo days, of course, to um, expand beyond skating. And I feel like um, the visibility in general is where it all starts to get more eyes on skating. And um, retail, it's a tough thing, of course, you know, for any kind of business. But um, but my, my idea is like, if I can have everything warehoused in the same space and also sell in the same space, but also be next to like be downtown. That's a big win, you know, um, Definitely. On, on all scales. So that's why we're here. Yeah. And I think for people to be able to actually walk into a shop and try on a pair of skates, like you just you can't be and talk to someone who is knowledgeable, you know, you can't beat that experience. You can't get that online. You know, yeah. I still think, yeah, shops are so important. Um, I even, agree. Yeah. even something I've been thinking lately is even getting like skates into like other, other, other stores like that sell, you know, whatever it is, like big box stores, um, just to have a place where people can go in and try on the skates is so important. Even if it's in, in a town that maybe can't support a full shop, even having a little section of a shop is better than nothing, I think. And I know that you guys have got your, your product into like a number of different stores, right? Yeah, um, it's, it's like, oh, Brain Dead is a, yeah. is a, um, I, I, would, I definitely don't compare it to like a, a big box store. Um, uh, it's an established, uh, for those who don't know, it's established uh, fashion, streetwear brand. Um, they've opened their, they opened their doors for, for us um, about a year and a half ago. And um, Kyle, who's one of the owners, um, he's, he also skates. Um, and he reached out to me through social media, of all things. And uh, 
we started chatting and um it's kind of funny because like i knew of the brand I've, I've seen it around and i follow like skateboarding a lot i follow skateboarding a lot and i follow streetwear a lot uh hype beast the uh, ice nobiety um you know a lot of these street just even sneaker you know social media um platforms like uh you know nice kicks or there's tons of them that um i've always just appreciated um throughout my childhood and i i i know what brain it was and um earlier two years like two years ago uh right before covid or i think it was in february i think Kyle through Brain Dead, Brain Dead actually used to Instagram me, DM'd me, you know, and I was just like really like put off guard. Um, didn't know like if it was like, you know, fake or why is Brain Dead, you know, the Instagram following, like the texting me, like, uh, how, you know, like I love your, what you're doing. And um, it's, it's really cool to see, you know, skating like grow the way it has recently and what you're doing with them and this and that and i was just like whoa you know like so i had to like um text a couple of the other like mike mullen and and uh and alex you know broscow and uh, some of the other guys like and pat and i was just like dude this is like is this real like what is you know this is like crazy right like and then um i got to meet kyle and he turns out he uh um, I mean, now he's like my, my really good friend, like we're really close. So it's really crazy to talk about it now, but we, we met a couple of times, me and Greg, um, Preston and, um, you know, in the earlier time, like days, like, which is like, you know, a year and a half ago or so, um, we had a couple, you know, you know, hung out at a coffee shop or we like, uh, he took me to Dover street, uh, one time market, which is, I mean, people who know what it is, it's a. It's kind of like a, it's a fashion, you know, um, shop and, um, a, you know, they have shops all over the world, but they have one in LA there. He showed me what Brandon was doing. Um, they sell through there too. Um, but yeah, like he's, uh, opened like a whole new world to me basically, um, on a personal level. And, um, he wanted to, I mean, he's been, he was skating, um, a lot at that time. And then through COVID and um, I guess that's like, you know, from the get-go, we wanted to work together on something and that's turned to what it is now. I mean, I mean, now we all know that we have a full uh, line of skate, or sorry, full clothing line that came out and um, the brain dead skate and did a video and yeah, it's just, it's been amazing. Um, it's given us a lot of exposure a lot of visibility. Um, it's been an amazing experience um, personally to like, I've learned a lot, you know, I've learned so much. So uh, shout out to Kyle and Braindead for, you know, it's a, it, I mean, for skating, I think in, in a whole, you know, it's, uh, it's definitely opened um, new doors and um, it's continuing to open new doors even to this day. So for for us as a brand um it's just, i can can't thank you know kyle enough you know so i'm sorry i'm just like am i talking too much or no this is great <laughs> <laughs> yeah i, I loved the video 
I actually watched, uh, yeah, Future Shred Technology. I watched <laughs> it today. It was really good. Greg, Greg did an amazing job. Uh, uh, he uh, he had a couple of breakdowns. Yeah. Uh, I don't know did if you talked to Greg at all, but he, he, uh, a, he, he, he made the video, Gregory Preston. Greg Preston, too LBC. easy. Yeah, LBC, yeah, he made the video. Uh, um, <laughs> yeah, a lot of pressure. Know. There was a lot of pressure, you know? Yeah. Uh, we can imagine, I mean, we all can imagine. Um, I hate to say what was at stake, but, you know, it's, it, I envisioned it as a, a huge step forward personally. And I projected that maybe to, I mean, we all kind of know the, you know, the amount of eyes that could have, could have and have seen this video that didn't skate. So, yeah. Um, so he felt, know, he felt a pressure to really knock it out of the park. I think so. I mean, I would, I mean, oh, I know, I know he, he worked his ass off and, and it shows and I, and I'm forever grateful for Greg's work, you know. Hey, you know, like, like not even just this video, but um, Greg's done so much for the company, just to say, like, he's, um, he's a huge, huge part of them. And, and he works every day here um, on all scales. Um, but his video work is, you know, we all, for me, it's, it's, it's so insanely amazing. And yeah. um, even been, momentum, momentum, yeah, was great. momentum, independent. He, yeah, together we we raised. I mean, we we were able to, you know, like if people were following, have been following the brand from from what we did with the podcast and you guys helping us launch it. To you know, he's we raised money through independent to pay for molds, basically, right? I mean, whoever. People who follow us know that um, Independent was one of the first films I made with Greg, and we raised, you know, I can't remember right now, it was $10,000 to that video to help pay for our soul plate molds, you know? And then we were able to, um, with, with momentum, it was meant to help pay for, um, you know, I'm kind of losing space now. The independent was independent for the 909 mold. Sorry, nine, independent was to help pay for the 909 mold, and we were able to raise over ten thousand dollars for that to help pay for the 909 mold. And then we were we ended uh, end up being able to get through through that phase, and moving into momentum. That whole project was to help pay for our frame molds. So. In the end, like with the help of Greg's videos, you know, video work and and obviously the skating with the team and myself, we were able to raise through our community enough money to to go through these like crazy processes of um, developing molds to create our skates. Right. It's, it's a lot. It's a lot to digest right now, but it's pretty. It's pretty crazy, you know? Um, yeah, for people who might not understand, like you started with the 908, which was an existing mold. And exactly. you, and it's very expensive to create your own mold, right? And that's why no other skater-owned company had created their, their own mold. And that's what you were able to do with the 909. Right. Which, yeah. And so, yeah. I mean, 
maybe we should have started from the beginning. Like, like how you said was, um, we launched with the help of Mushroom Bling Podcast. You guys are a fucking important, important piece of like launching them skates. You guys know that. Like, without me being able to tell my story of how it started, people wouldn't have known. And and the impact that this podcast for myself personally and the brand it's gotten us to where we are like it 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 just it said it it was the it was the uh the beginning you know it launched this huge feel i mean we like winter clash we launched the company like um we, we did the whole social media push um we raised $150,000 $150,000 within two, like a week, I think it was, you know, in 2018 at Winter Clash, like through direct sale, through our wholesale counts, through all the shops. Thank you all, all the shops this day, you know, even to now, of course, like it, it just, you know, mush, the Mushroom Bling podcast is a detrimental piece of, of our success. And thank you guys for for um, interviewing me those early days, and um, they really set the momentum, set the pace to get um, our social media, um, our direct sale, our launch at Winter Clash um, to get to where you know it was. Which we really, we raised 150 grand in one week in February 2018, March, February, March, and. <laughs> That's pretty crazy to 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 say that to say that you know like, that's very, and we've that's been able really to turn, we've been able to turn that over you know we've been able to turn that over since then, and we've been able you know to do so much within these three years. So, oh yeah, yeah. I think it's really powerful just to hear you know on that first podcast hear the whole story about you know what led to that point of you starting the company. I think there's nothing like, like knowing, like when you, when you have a product and you know the story behind it, it makes like the meaning of it and the meaning of the logo and the meaning of the whole team, it, it gives it all like a deeper meaning to people. It's not just the plastic and urethane, you know, it's something that's that it's, it's hard to a lot more. yeah i agree yeah it's a it's not i mean it's, it hasn't been easy there's been bumps in the road for sure there's a lot of like you know conflicts and why's and how comes for sure like but in the end it's like it it uh um uh, you know, it, I don't take anything for granted. Like, I appreciate every experience I have, I've had in the past through my partnerships, through subsidiaries. And um, and I've learned from those. I, I learn from those to this day. And, uh, and it's, it's a, a, a blessing to, to be in this, to be here um, in my car right now to talk about this because it's, uh, it's not a, um, it's not an everyday situation, 
you know, like no. this company, them could have gone any other way, you know, than this way easily. And, um, but you know, it's, it's a community driven company. It's, it, that's where, that's where our success, that's, that's where our root is. And, um, that's where I also keep my focus and, I could, you know, in my position, I'm easily distracted like anybody else. Um, but I've, I've learned to like look back to like where we started and how come we become who we become. And um, there's nothing more authentic than that. And that's the truthful reason why we able, we're able to be still in business. It's because of, of these like bumps in the road because of these um hard ventures to get from a to b like it wasn't easy to be like hey greg let's make this video and see how much money we could raise that's you know it'll work you know like no we don't know we don't know we can raise 10 grand to hopefully pay for something you know like we don't know but we tried um but the community was help you know helpful get us to this point the the shops the, the distributors the people that um, believe and stand by the brand to this day are the reasons why we're here today. So um, I think I really wanted to say that in this podcast, knowing that I was going to do this podcast with you guys, it was just to be, express the um, how grateful I am as a person and, and um, to everyone who's supported this brand to, to this date, um, including you guys. So um, I think the reason that podcast hit so well, um, I, I think I said to Leon once that it was a time where people wanted something to believe in, in skating. And uh, that the them skates thing really captured that people were waiting to really believe in something in skating. Um, and that's what I think. And the honesty too. I don't think there had been a company owner speak that honestly and openly um and that that vulnerability was, yeah. was amazing to start it, yeah that, i'm like, sure I, I um i need to listen to it i was gonna listen to it before our, uh you know i shed a couple of tears for sure <laughs> yeah and that's good. That podcast, so, yeah it's a no real moment so I mean, i'm okay with that I'm, I'm okay with uh it's it's life you know like um yeah, we got we come a long way in, in the last three years. So it's a it's been a crazy ride, um, and I, I'm looking forward to the next year for sure. Okay, yeah. so um, there was the winter clash and the hundred and fifty thousand dollars raised. So then, if I'm getting yeah. this right, was the was it the Darce skate next, or was it the Brasco um, powder? Yeah, the, the Darce was after. No, you know what. It was the the the, the next shell, because we only had three shells, if you remember. We had um, small, medium, larger. Yeah, we didn't have extra small yet. So we had to make that sole plate. The good thing was that the extra small is extra small or larger. Sorry if I'm, my memory's not catching right now, but extra small. Extra small was the shell that we were making next. And the good thing was that mold was open, so we can take that 908 mold. But we, I had to pay for 
um, the extra small soul blades. So that's what we had to raise money for. So in the in term of you know re resetting you know um, our next production and being able to pay bills and you know using that 150 grand to to keep the momentum going, I knew that we needed to make another shell to give more options. And that was the next step. And then um, it was the Darst was the first model, that, pro model. And I think you're right. I think that was the next model. Uh, I can't remember if the extra small was the Braskow skate or um, it was in the middle of that because we did come, I was able to do like a U1 at some point. Like we did a skin skate and we did um, a blue, another blue skate. I can't remember if that was before or after Alex's skate, but um, but there was definitely dominoes to knock down to get more options for you know for people to to buy. Uh, besides, obviously, the 909 boot, um, the sole plate for the extra small was next, and then. Um, you know, from the get-go, we I knew we had to develop our own shell, uh, but that wasn't going to come easy. That was going to be cheap. Um, but through um, independent, we were able to to you know crush through it and and find a way to um, within you know our current sales and that video, we were able, I was able to to create these molds, which are the 909 molds for four shells. Um, so it was, it was, there, there was a lot to, there was, there's always been a lot and, um, within this short period of time, you know, it's, um, it's always reinvesting. It's always trying to do better. And, um, the biggest thing is we're a small company, you know, like we're, you know, like it's myself and Greg, you know, it was in the beginning, it was just me and I had an accountant. And then um, Greg, as far as working here every day, he was the first one that was put on, you know, salary-wise. Like, shit, that 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 point, I, salary? Like, who's getting a salary? Like, who can get, who can get, who can make a living off them skates? You know, like, but well, Greg was the first. You know, like, it was such a, yeah, things were things at the time were actually going so fast that I just had to make decisions. You know, like. I can't do this on my own. There's fucking no way, you know? So, and, and so grateful Greg was there um, on all levels, you know, like I said earlier. Um, and then Mike McMullen's been there since day one. Um, he helped me through the design process with the logo, with the name. And um, so he, he's also on salary, you know, like I was able to do that. Like, like there's a necessity for so many things. Um, on a logistical level that I've learned that I can't do fucking, I can't do everything and that's okay. And, but can I afford it? You know, that was like, can the brand afford these things? So, um, so it's an interesting, it's, yeah, it's been an interesting growth, but that was an interesting growth process. Um, it has been to like understand as a small company, what we can and can't do. Um, and, and I don't, you know, pretend to know either. I never, yeah, I just kind of like, you know, you, you live in the moment sometimes and you're just like, yeah, that makes sense. So let's try that. And it's like, it doesn't, I try that. And, and that's just kind of how I've been running this business. You know, like there's, um, there's no blueprint per se, 
because I, you know, I didn't go to school for business. Um, besides the 20 years I've been going through with the other brands I've worked on, but um, that, that's been my education. So, um, yeah, it's like, it's, it's been, uh, um, so sorry, to get into the molds and um, obviously at this point we have the 909 mold, you know, or boot, and that's COVID, that's during COVID time. And this was also a crazy period because um, if I, like I had, we started in 2017, I did to go to China, figure out this process, right? 2018, we launched, 2019, um, um, shit, you know, like last year, was it last year? My, my, my timetable is all messed up right now, but we, the 909 boot landed, right? Like, thankfully, um, March of COVID, you know, or sorry, it was like May of COVID. Um, and if that, if that didn't land, like we would have been out of business, you know, I think about that all the time, like, cause we had skates in stock to sell when skating was like, you know, on the uptick, people want skates. Like if, if you didn't have skates in stock, if we didn't have skates in stock, we were missing, missing huge opportunity. Right. Right. Um, so we, it landed in May and it was fucking insane. Those were, there was, those sold out, like they weren't even like in stock basically. Um, but you know, like people always say COVID skating and all this kind of stuff, sales were going up in general before COVID. Um, yeah. Us as a brand, we're, we're, we're too small to really feel it because we like them, we don't make that many skates. Like, I think people need to know that, like, like we, we weren't making, you know, compared to like a power slide or Roshi's or, or a razors, like we, we weren't making, we didn't have a frame, you know, we didn't even make complete skates. Like, so we were, I mean, in a lot of senses, I look back, like we're kind of at the edge of our seats. You know, we're kind of, we're getting in there. We kind of got, I kind of got enough money to pay for the molds. I get them, you know, like, it's like, Whoa, Whoa. I hope they land. You hope, are they going to, you know, they're going to make it like COVID. What the fuck, you know? Like it's like looking back, it's it's not, you know, nothing's guaranteed. So, um, but we lucked out and they landed, and then, um, and that's at that point, um, life has obviously changed for everybody. So, um, I'm trying to think right now, like before we want Frank, like we want to make complete skates, you know. So. Um, we, you know, working with Kyle Sola, um, with the, obviously the 99 boot, but with, with the frames and, um, that's what, uh, momentum was meant for, was to raise money to pay for those molds. So it's always been video based. And at this time, VODs have been pretty, you know, significant in, in skating to raise money for individual skaters or. Um, for brands or uh, mainly for individual skaters, obviously, because, you know, um, skaters need to make, or we're trying to find a way to, to have some kind of income. And I use this platform, uh, the VOD platform, just to fuel more money into making more product because that's the only way that, you know, I wasn't get, I didn't have any investors besides the people buying our skates. Um, but moment, but we were doing better. And I had money in the bank through 
the sales that we have from nine on nine, um, and we had the video done, and, and so excited about this video. You know, momentum was like, like from my skating like, at least. I, I really tried hard, and I wasn't um, personally, I wasn't as stoked on my skating and independent. I mean, it's like it's more maybe on the egotistical side of things because it's not really about my skating; it's more about the cause. But like, I really um, on my personal my personal side of things, like the skating, I really was really proud of for momentum. So as it, as the month, years went on, um, the whole BLM, BLM situation happened. Um, I literally had a meeting with Greg and, and Alex Bosco and, and McMullen. And, you know, at the time um, that, that was kind of, you know, we were just like having a corporate meeting, you know, <laughs> like corporate meeting sounds terrible, but like, like, yo, like, we can't launch this video right now you know like it's not the right time you know it's such a we need to you know we need to support this the cause of of this you know very terrible thing happening in society so we we changed the, the whole process very quick um the whole process the whole um intention of the video momentum and um all the proceeds went to to blm and what we all stand for and believe in is um, this, you know, destructive, we wanted to support everything that, you know, it was just, it was such a terrible thing that happened, right? And um, it didn't feel right to um, try to raise money for something that we were working on as a company where it should be going to, to BLM, basically. So, um, Sorry, I've been talking for a while here. Uh, that's cool. That's great. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's essentially what happened with that video. Um, we we're still able, you know, we we're still able to um, move forward with the brand as a brand. And we also, you know, like it's like a it was it's such a it was a world like in between COVID and, and the BLM. It's like we all feel it. We all felt it. I mean, we all still do. It's a um, society changed um, um, in, in all levels. So um, just kind of adapt, right? And, 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 and work with what we all believe in, work for what we all believe in. And um, Am I making sense right now? Sorry, I feel like I'm- Definitely. Yeah, crazy. and I think- that's cool. I, I'm just enjoying listening to you. But I, I, I think that um, something that I've noticed in skating is, is the diversity. Like, uh, there's a lot more, um, obviously, with, in future shred technology, there was like girl skaters, which was really awesome to see. Um, in all like the events that I'm seeing, like in the comps, there's girl skaters, there's roller skaters. And that kind of inclusion in rollerblading has been awesome to see definitely definitely yeah. i think it's just nat nature uh, natural progression and of society um, it's like it's really interesting um yeah a lot has shifted in culture for yeah sure. a lot of it's, ideas uh, have changed yeah, yeah, 
it can go in different directions per se in this conversation, you know, like, um, I will say what, yeah, what has kept, kept going in, in, you know, and since I was younger and when blading was so popular to like when it crashed, you know, really late nineties to early two thousands and, and this serious grind for like, what is it? 10 years, 15 years, I don't know. See, over 15 years, shit, 20 years. This grind is like, when things get better, you know, I always heard this, even the guys that were business company owners in the early, mid 2000s, like, you know, 210, 207s and 28s, it's gonna get better. People start, <laughs> start roller skating again. It's gonna be better when people start you know, hitting the beaches and skating again, it's going to get better when people start playing hockey again in the streets. It's going to get better <laughs> when all the families are on skates again. And then I'm thinking about this shit now. I'm like, fuck, that's what's happening right now. Yeah. You know? <laughs> the people are roller skating, people are hockey, people are on the beach with their kids and their family, people are skating, you know, and, and that has helped um well, well you know this niche niche you know you know movement that we've all been involved in for decades so um it's quite interesting you know yeah i think like taking it back to your your skating you were talking about your skating and momentum i think that such a big part of your success is that you've been able to stay connected to the activity itself and it's impressive you're what 44 now and you're skating like crazy it, it, you're really connected to that activity so i think you know all the decisions that you make i know that personally like when i'm skating and when i'm really connected to it that's when i make the best decisions it put me puts me in the best state of mind to you know decide on on anything in life but i appreciate that like how like it's impressive and and how do you you know how do you stay so connected to to your own skating through all of this just having fun yeah. <laughs> i think that's ultimately it right like we have fun when we're skating and um I feel like I can, like anyone can get in the middle of politics in any subject, like music, or, I don't know, dance, uh, uh, any type of culture maybe. You can get easily uh, distracted on politics, on how you do it or how it sounds. Or I just turn it off and just want to, you know, just skate and how however i can i mean at my age is however i can i guess but like you know i mean we all push you you push yourself right like i push myself to the best that i can my ability and and feel like i feel a lot huge satisfaction in that you know personally to for myself so i think we all as skaters 
no matter what type of skating that is, if you want to label it whatever you want to label I think there's a huge satisfaction in that, in this type of expression through skating. So um, that's what's keeping me going, I think, for forever along it's been. But um, I just, I guess, the root of it all is just having fun, right? I don't, I don't know. Uh, um, I don't see any other, like, there's no other reason really. Yeah, it's fun. It's just fun. Do you think, do you think that attitude and uh, do you think that kind of leads to like who you decide to put on the team, who you decide to put, put their name on the skate? Um, I don't, I, yeah, I think, yeah, for sure. I mean, I mean, to be honest, it's like we all been doing it for so long, huh? And and the people, I'm, think, the people I'm surrounded by, I guess. Yeah, pretty, I think the, the people that you have, you know, supported, like the Danny Beers, the Patrick Ritters, the Moopies. I think these are people that uh, really make skating look really fun, and you can tell that these people are having a lot of fun. Um, and if you compare it to maybe like professional skaters of the past, um, it's, it's a lot more expressive. It's a lot more loose and, and I think has a, a more broad appeal to it. Like more people would uh, enjoy it. And, and um, as opposed to maybe some of the more, you know, death defying, more serious skating of, you know, the early 2000s or, or the 90s. Um, like, I'm stoked that people yeah, like Ritter and Beer, you know, yeah, have gotten pro skates. I think it has a, a wider appeal. That's cool that you, that you think that. I, I mean, I agree. I, uh, um, it's, I forget the question is. <laughs> I, I, I just it's it's like the people that are I'm trying to think if do, do I actually like project a certain kind of skating you know and I, I don't know if I do if I you know within company I yeah. think it's just a, it's a natural organic thing with the the, um, the friendships I have made um, are, are a huge part of that okay. also yeah yeah so, for sure maybe it's you know i i i subconsciously uh i'm not I don't subconsciously i mean i um there's a it's a weird it's a fine line maybe of like um well you know i don't direct like a certain way of skating per se you know like yeah like this is skating's an individuality and friendships to me and or the other part is friendships to me but like like i i you know past skates how he skates danny skates how you know there's no like um i think it maybe I, interesting, like, I personally appreciate them as human beings and how you know they skate for sure so yeah that's given so yeah it if you compare say like the volo team to the them thing to the them team there is a difference right like um i think them is a lot more you know artistic and 
expressive. Maybe it's just a sign of the times in general in skating. Um, but yeah. it, it, there is a clear difference kind of between the styles, but, you know, more yeah. broadly, you know, if you look at most skaters now, I guess, skate a certain way. How do you feel about, about like what, what is happening right now in skating? I think, I think it's really healthy. Um, I appreciate everything, you know, um, I've been listening to a few podcasts. And I think it's interesting the conversations that are um, are spoken as far as like the different types of skating and and um, in the end, I think it's really cool because um, there's just more. There's more more choice. More, yeah, there's more more to be um, inspired by. There's more to like not like or like more more to like appreciate so yeah that's a great I, answer I, there's more you know there's there's I, just more like there's still the the people that are hitting huge kinked rails there's still the demetrius george's there's still the nils jansen's there was yeah. those guys are still out there and but there's so many different branches of of choice that you know you can skate how you want and you know you can find other people to to provide inspiration for you in that way it's it's a really beautiful time i agree 100 percent. yeah yeah that's very very uh, um very very true does does the amount of noise in skating uh stress you out at all there's a there's going to be a lot of noise. <laughs> there's going to be a lot of marketing, a lot of boots being released. Like, do you selectively uh, not look at it all, or is there certain days where you let it get to you? I always wonder about that as a um, guy who runs uh, a company. You know, you know, for a, a lot of the times, I, I I try to not pay attention too much, um, but it's it's impossible. You know, there's like you know, friends that are making stuff. So there's no way to like block it off. Right. Um, but I do have tunnel vision. I, I do my best because that makes me like focus on the goals and the projects that I'm working on right now. And um, that that's kind of just how it's, it's going or like, um, I'm surrounded by, you know, like I, I'm at a skate shop every day. You know, there's not any way I'm not going to hear about this thing happening over there or that. But um, I do like, I do have a selected hearing. I, I do like, I just know I need to keep like my head down and, and work on um, on them and, and, and the things that we um, as a brand uh, need to achieve uh, you know in the next year two years like which is crazy to think that i'm thinking about two years from now because i've never you know was thinking that way i was always like book tomorrow you know so but in, in general yeah i do have selected hearing <laughs> I, I it would it does drive me crazy to like you know in the beginning days it was just 
you know, there's only noise that, uh, you know, noise is usually negative, you know, per se, right? So it's not a healthy thing to, to be in a negative um, atmosphere all the time. For sure. It could be, sorry, not always. Like you, you have so much going on. Like what, uh, what drives you to add like a roll blading comp onto your plate? Like you, you organize blading cup, right? Yeah. It, we're doing two next year, right? It's, it's, it's insane. It sounds insane. My wife tells me it's insane, <laughs> but she understands like, it's not that insane. It's actually a good thing. Like we, we got the discussion. Uh, <laughs> it's um it's growth and and either you accept it or not um we had a really successful contest event um i have a skate shop here in front of the contest um the city really loves the contest um it's lucrative for the area for the businesses in the city much like like a bitter cold per se um or the local restaurants the bars the eateries per se like the you know there, there's money the people come here and they stay at least a week and they hang out and um it's a good thing for santa Ana. and the city recognizes it and they want to support us um and want it wants it to happen every year and they offered me an opportunity to do it again like to sponsor it to make it happen two times or for the second time which is happening in april and i i could not say no knowing that we did really well this year like the event um was the most successful one we've ever had um and there's there was definitely and is that in in terms of the amount of people that showed up yeah yeah and um you know we did normal our biggest year was before covid we had 100 120 competitors maybe 130 as the day progressed because people would show up late Although we never say you can't skate the same day or a lot or register, but you know, there's the Aaron Feinbergs and the Vinnie Minns you can't say no to. Yeah. Um, we did like 130 competitors, you know, and and wow. and this year wasn't gonna happen because of COVID. We're like, let's just write it off for the second year. It's okay. And then the doors open though, and then uh um I got a call and they're like, Do you wanna do it? And then Two months later, you know, we raised uh, $31,000, I think it was. I think it was 31000 31, It was over thirty grand, and uh, Like just from sponsors? Just sponsors, and then another, you know, the registration fees on top of that. So it was like, our, in, that, in that standpoint, the biggest, I mean, we fucking couldn't barely raise $2,000, you know, yeah for 10 for eight years so like it's a huge huge year for us um our prize pool was 23 grand um wow. i think it was more than that twenty three thousand plus um insane um so for us it's a, it's pretty easy to be like yeah let's try it let's just try to do another one see how it goes you know like we had 250 competitors plus this year. Um, we didn't have the UK here and we didn't have Europe. Right. What would have yeah. happened 
what would have happened if UK and Europe were here? I mean, people oh came God. after. <laughs> yeah. So is that is what does that mean? Is that a third more maybe? How many more people do you guys think would that be? Yeah, um, maybe a third more. Who knows? Maybe a third Europe. more. And then uh, Moxie sponsored and Pigeon, um, Impala. Um, we actually could have had a couple more roller skating brands like Ruby, um, Paradise, Marwa, like she sponsored, like a, a good, healthy, you know, of the cooler brands in roller skating sponsored. So that's awesome. Um, and they wanted to be more involved in the next one. So now we're going to connect roller skating to, the, we're calling it the Spring Cup, where it's the Quad Cup, Blading Cup, Spring Cup. It's, it's becoming, you know, um, more of a festival so I asked the city if we can do four days instead of two because two wasn't enough time um, within the amount of people that we knew we were going to have between both you know categories so yeah now it's a four-day event um, wow and we're moving it um, to the parking lot behind our shop over here so we'll have more space for vendors and um and this in the course so um, yeah, it's a lot of work, but it's, 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 it was really smooth this year. Like I couldn't believe it, how smooth it went. Um, the crowd that, you know, rollerblading and, and, roll, and roller skating, um, brings together is a really good crowd, obviously, um, good energy. Um, you know, these type of events, when you bring a lot of people, it, it's not always the nicest people, you know, like concerts or um, yeah. whatever kind of, you know, festivals maybe, but it's, it's a very positive atmosphere and the city knows it. And yeah, it's, it went really well, basically. Yeah. That's exciting. It looked like there was a massive, massive crowd of people just uh, watching like you had the, you were right next to a parkade and every level it looked like was just packed with spectators. Um, and just like thinking about our earlier days, we had cat in, in Canada. It was the Canadian aggressive tour and Joey and I, youngsters would go to, you know, the big cities, Vancouver and Edmonton to, to compete in those. And that was a, a big part of, you know, what, solidified our passion for skating was competing in these events and it gave us kind of a purpose you know I, I think for younger skaters in particular like um it it's healthy for them to have a, a competition to go to it's healthy that, like even for their parents to you know kind of get on board with the skating thing if there's you know something that they can compete in and i don't know it's just a good experience for people i think uh having those events is important yeah it's it's a really uh it was really interesting um to see for me for this event it was really interesting to see both worlds collide and it was really nice it was uh it was kind of like, why has this happened before? Um, it makes total sense. And yeah, um, yeah, I'm excited to work, look um, to, to for April to see. And we have some cool ideas. Nothing is like solidified yet as far as like criteria and whatnot. We're, we're still, we're still in talks, but 
um, it's looking like it's going to be a, um, a good time and just an opportunity to get people together and uh, um, it should be it should be a good vibes for sure with with uh, just a place where like if, if you guys haven't been here um, but the atmosphere is cool there's like you could literally walk in the circle here and there's a little bit of everything you need and um, when you have that and have a layout where you can have ramps and um, you're allowed to skate, you know, on ramps and like, it's kind of, it's pretty crazy actually to, to be allowed to do this, in my opinion. Um, so yeah, yeah, that's very cool. Definitely special. And there's a, is there any troublemakers? Do you have anything to say? Is there problems at the event in terms of like, do we need to make any major announcements about alcohol or anything like that? Or is everybody mostly? The weird, the weirdest thing is like, hey, you know what? The funny thing was uh, we had a, a, a water sponsor, what are they called again? Liquid Death. Oh, yeah. And um, I, thanks to Michelle from Moxie, she, she hooked that up. We had like pallet of water, like, and the water's good. Like, I don't know where that came from, what brand that came from, where, you know, who owns it. I still don't know. Um, but there's a connection to Action Sports and Michelle, and she brought that, um, she brought that connect, that, that sponsor over. And um, that, those cans look like beer. So I don't know if, like, the police were like, oh, that's just water. So... There yeah, that's really been, smart. Yeah, for people were drinking in, beer, right? For sure. Yeah, but it looks like beer that might have helped us. I don't know, but like, we didn't have one problem. And in the previous years, wow. we've had some problems as far as like alcohol. Um, but um, you know, we're we live in a different time, I guess. Now we're um, smoking weed, and um, it's 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 legal. So having a beer in your hand in a big event is not so bad unless you're underage, I guess. But right. um, I feel like, I really feel like those cans help us though. It's like, it looks like a beer can. But. Um, the liquid death thing and the, the Moxie and Impala and brain dead. So ha has there been other weird um, brands or things reaching out? Like not that those are weird brands, but any unexpected people reaching out since maybe them reaching a wider audience or because i thought i thought impala I've was had, super unexpected to see on the on the sponsor which one impala impala yeah yeah um i mean impala wasn't so weird to me um we, i've definitely personally have gotten approached by i mean them as a brand maybe not so much uh, by some very interesting brands that like, I mean, want to collaborate or or work together on some type of business level. Um, some fashion things that I've never heard of before that have big followings. And um, I can't, I couldn't even tell you some of the names, but it, it's kind of strange. Yeah. Like to, to be in this kind of like more open world of, um, if you want to call it fashion or, or somewhere beyond skating, I guess, right? That's what we're talking about. So 
yeah, I definitely have had um, some interesting um, DMs and emails on on some kind of collaboration slash uh, co-branding things that some just are so far-fetched that I'm like, I don't even know what that is. Like, that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> um, some that are actually valid that um, haven't had quite the right um, mindset to like tackle per se. <laughs> um, grateful, like, like, wow, you know, like, I don't know how we could work together, but whoa. You know, like, how do you know who the hell we are? That's, um, you know, I like to like bring up this one story. It's a quick one, but I was just in Nassau like this weekend and I was with my in-laws and my family, my kids and, and Viola and um, we parked in front of Undefeated in San Francisco. And uh, there's like four people outside. They, they work obviously for Undefeated or they're, they're definitely, um, you know, they got the fit on, they got nice gear on, you know, like, wow, this guy's got some, you know, sick, actually had Salmon shoes on. But um, as I was getting my kids out, I noticed this guy was looking at me. I looked at him, I said, what's up? And then he's like, super, you know, obviously he's like a super high beast guy. And he's like, hey, like, you skate? And I was like, uh, yeah. It's like, dude, like, I just noticed you're dripped out in them. Like, and I was just like, yeah. I uh, I own the company. <laughs> Awkward answer, right? And he's like, "Holy shit! Like, I just bought them skates. Uh, I bought the brain dead ones. Like, really? Like, yeah, this and that. And like, I'm learning how to grind. He showed me his outside of these, like, outside of the sole of his shoes. Like, I'm learning how to like this grind. I'm like, Omakio, like, yeah, that one. And <laughs> I was just like blown away that he even knew like what them skates was. And I was just, and he was like, yeah, my the manager here or i'm the manager now and like the manager here started roller skating and we started i want to get blades and he gave me this whole story and i was just like whoa you know like like i'm a fan i mean i'm a fan of undefeated and he worked there and you know it's just weird and then the second part of the story is we went down to the ferry building after we were in this part of the city and then i ordered a coffee at this coffee shop i go pick up my coffee I'm actually wearing the same gear I'm wearing right now. And like the girl gives me a coffee. She's cute. She's, you know, she's like, she has blue dyed hair. And she's like, oh, I really like your sweater. And I was like, yeah, I was about to say, it's like, it's a brain dead one, you know? It's like, dude, she's like, I love them skates. And I was just like, oh. what? <laughs> and then I gave her another, I gave her another awkward answer. I was like, oh, I, I own the company. <laughs> I was like, the first thing that came in my head, I was like, what the fuck did I just say? I can't believe I just said that, you know? Like, it's so weird. And she, she's like, oh, what's your name? Like, oh, John. It's like, well, yeah. And then she just turned around and that was it. <laughs> Whoa. Super weird. But I guess, like, the, the I mean, besides me being lame, uh, the, the biggest, you know, outcome of that for me was, like, people, like, know the brand, you know? Like, it hit me, like, you know is like how does this girl who know what them skates is you know i literally legit thought she was looking at my brain dead sweater which i've been getting a lot of compliments on it's just half furry thing and then she was like she saw that i had a them underneath it and she already knew i automatically knew what it was and and that those two interactions were, were mind-blowing to me because it, it just like put a stamp in my head like hey like 
people are watching, people are actually seeing, you know, them. And it, I mean, for, for as a role writer to like really like be interactive in this kind of way, even if it wasn't my company, it's, it's really, really crazy. You know, it's really mind boggling per se. It's like, whoa, like, so yeah, that was my weekend as far as going to SF. Um, those two interactions were, were like really shocking. So, um, anyway, that's very cool. Yeah. Did, it's like a, did, did Kyle skate before he discovered Kyle from brain dead? Did he skate before he discovered them skates or no of skates yeah. or was it? Oh, he yeah, did. He, okay. Yeah. He's from, um, the same town Brandon Smith's from, um, it's not Dublin. It's like a smaller town, but he's from the same town. And he knows Brandon Tidd. He skated with Brandon Tidd a lot back in the day. Um, I'm trying to think who else he skated with. But Brandon Tidd was one of the guys he skated a lot with. Um, so he used to go to all the NYTAs that we used mm. to have in the Bay Area. So that was his like connection back then. So he eventually moved down to Southern California to pursue fashion because that's what he was into. Um, I mean, people who know of Braindead and Kyle who follow his... Uh, Social media or Instagram, is, uh, um, his 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 brain dead. Um, know that already. Like he was pursuing fashion. He had a brand called Farm Tactics, and um, but he skated. Yeah, he uh, um, he reconnected with skating, and like going back to what I said earlier about Instagram. He was he bought a pair of Sean Darts, and um, I thought that you know wasn't really sure. Like whoa, this is crazy, right? And then. I found out his personal Instagram was Farm Tactics, and then um, Mike McMullen knew him, knew of him already. He worked with him through his agency, and he sent me a link to his story of him doing. He was grinding this ledge in Hollywood on the darts. So <laughs> immediately, I was like, "Oh, this is legit! Like, I should like really try to connect with him." And yeah. So yeah, he was skating um, before, like in my MYTA days. Very cool. Yeah. yeah, I was impressed with his, like, I talked with him a little bit and I was impressed with like how he sees skating as like a, as like a tech. You, you talked about that kid with the Solomon shoes that, yeah, uh, to him, skating is like a technical, uh, they're technical boots that you put on their feet, your feet that are, it's more of a futuristic thing to him. Uh, yeah, he's, yeah a huge he he's a huge fan of you guys. Huge <laughs> fan. You guys don't know that yet. He's uh huge fan of, of what you guys are doing he's a huge fan of his mike torres is like he's a huge fan of mike torres is you know his skating and um he's a skate nerd like us he, he's like it's incredible how much knowledge he, he he carries about skating um he knows more skate more skating than most people like it's really um i think it carries throughout the years that he when he used to skate too um uh, and beyond that, he's an incredible person, um, inspiring. Um, he's one of those personalities like you, you're just drawn to, like you, you like want to be around. And um, I personally feed off his energy. You know, there's like, um, yeah, sorry, that's that's me just jocking Kyle right there for a second. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's important he's to be. A, a big fan like he's oh yeah he, yeah he's, i'm a fan of he absorb 
Well, no, he and he's a I fan am. of of skating or anything yeah. that he's into. It seems like he really goes deep and knows a lot about it. Which I, yeah, it, for right. me, that counts for a lot because I'm a huge dork and nerd and fan of yeah. skating. Yeah. Sometimes before even a skater, that I love absorbing yeah. everything. Yeah, he's exactly um, the same. Which is really you, really cool. Yeah. Do you still have like a grom inside of you that gets excited about like just outside of them? Do you see certain things in skating, or are you? like you said, tunnel vision. Like, is there yeah. anything that just stands out where you're like, damn? Um, I mean, in skating, you mean, or outside of skating? Sorry. Well, I guess you take a lot of influence outside of skating, but I would say in skating. In skating? Um, but you can answer politically if you have to. No, I, I'm trying to think. I, I'm trying to think outside the box right now. Um, I'm so surrounded with um I'm I lately like I mean there's talented skaters everywhere. Um obviously like then that's always inspiring and that's given. But like like the lately the crew that I've been skating with is interesting, you know? Like like I've been skating for so long and um I find my I found myself in different pockets. Like I used to skate with John Starr a lot in San Jose. You know, like that was my guy, and I used to skate with the four eight guys, and that was my crew for a little while. You know, or then um, I would get into like skating with certain with brands. That was my new crew per se, like Petty or Dust Dustin or like. Um, so there's vast kinds of scenarios. Uh, I I find I've always found myself skating with people. But right now it's really cool. Like, like I skate with um, Anthony over here. He works at Stussy. His Instagram's still cozy. Like I skate with him, and I skate with Anthony Zanonos and um, um, Raina's here now, and um, Andy, um, who also designed our store. And you know, there's just like a, it's like a, a new, like a, a new crew per se. Like, and it's like. And that's really, it's cool to, to uh, be a part of that, maybe. Like, I think that's, um, that's kind of, that's probably my biggest inspiration as far as skating goes right now is to, you know, Alex Miranda, you know, like, um, he's so, so good, you know, and uh, shoot, Randy, like Roadhouse, you know, he's skating a lot these days. And um, we have this like Tuesday skate and everyone who's, you know, going to that and, um that's kind of you know when you're when you're skating like that's that where I get my most inspiration from lately um and obviously when the guys are in town and um I've been working a lot lately so it's it's hard to um to do much more like physically skating you know besides who's around me but yeah I'm super inspired by being able to go every Tuesday with these guys and they're always motivated to go out. It's pretty cool to, um, to have that right now, especially my age, you know, like, I mean, when working on a project is different, um, you know, I, Darce lives like in LA, so I don't see him as much as I should. I want to, um, I'm Alex Broskow just moved to LA. So that's going to be huge. Um, to be able to have be a little bit closer, like a lot closer to him. So, um, 
Yeah. How many times a week do you skate on a, on average? And how, what can your body take? Like, have you done a five day in a row, six day in a row? <laughs> <laughs> I've done like two days. Actually, like two weeks ago before um, Christmas, I did three days in a row. But that's because we're doing like a, a 10 pound weight challenge right now. Like who can lose 10 pounds? Like so us <laughs> overweight guys. It's Raina, Greg, uh, Anthony from like um, from Stussy, um, and whoever else was still trying to do it. I can't remember who was also still. But actually, I think it was just us four. Um, but we did like three days in a row. We're trying to like, so basically the bet is we have this little jar of money there in the shop. Um, sometimes people pay cash um, and we just leave that money in the little jar. And then I think Greg was like, hey, let's do a bet. And um, person lose the most, it's actually the most weight by the, despite tomorrow, actually. I'll um, <laughs> guess the money, but. I think Reina's going to win because he's actually trying. Um, <laughs> but just, sorry, I'm kind of veering off, but like three days, I skated three days in a row and that was painful. Sorry. So everyone had to weigh in and get like, we're their, weighing in tomorrow. Yeah. Weight. We weighed in in the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, I'm, I'm once for my weight to, to announce that I'm, I'm, I'm 160, um, 165. I think Reina's 175 or 177. But I'm totally, you know, blasting them right now. Can't remember what Greg was. He might have been around the same. Um, anyway. So have you have you gained a lot of weight like since like say coup d'etat or like <laughs> some of those early videos? Like what were you, you know doing what? back I, then? I think I've been around 155 to 165. Uh, when I had my first kid um i had family i i got to 175 i was just too stressed out i think i was just eating everything in sight yeah i don't know how you guys with your first kid i went like, up i went up 15 pounds on, yeah. on having the kid like i ballooned fully and then and then it was fine but yeah i was eating yeah. everything not sleeping super stressed yeah, yeah. <laughs> just like what the hell is going on <laughs> my life <laughs> well my people are bringing kid. food too yeah yeah, yeah. Second kid, um, it was a little, I, I think I did a little bit better job. So I think I, I, I got to keep the fat, the fat off a little bit more. But, um, it also goes by project, right? When you guys are skating for your, 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 your MBs, like you're, you're, at, you're constantly active. So you balance out um, your calories. I mean, you're, 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 you're skating with your day-to-days. And when you have that, then you have the opportunity to, burn some fat every week but for when, sure. you, when you don't know what the hell you're doing when you have a kid you're just like yeah you're at home <laughs> what did, um are you still skating anti-rocker or do you skate flat. flat flat these days yeah, i've been riding flat um for a couple of years now yeah since we started making our friends since we had our new frames i've been riding flat yeah okay yeah. i noticed that yeah yeah me too. And it's yeah. not as it's a um, it's like more of an organic thing, maybe. To 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 go this route, um, I didn't make a conscious effort to like I'm going flat. <laughs> it's just like, uh, what kind of frame should we make? You know, what made sense, and that's kind of the progression of like, um, where where my skating is going which is, sounds really crazy, maybe. 
but working with Kyle and seeing how what made sense for our first frame to come on our skates like it made sense to be a flat frame you know and something that um just a medium in between someone who I mean obviously our skates are meant for street skating or, or trick skating but maybe there's um this parallel world where a skater would just want to try our skates and anti-rocker is very you know strange for someone yeah. to like, put skates on and be like yeah this is probably what i need to be writing um definitely there's definitely a i'm, I'm kind of going on that tangent there's definitely a funny thing happening lately in the last year where um we do i do you know um hang out with people outside skating um shoot our people that the guy who makes our prints are our are all of our clothing he owns a skateboard shop which is down the street or down like two three stores down he he also prints all of our soft goods you know and he also rollerblades um but one of the things that i heard a lot with just being in this new world uh, uh is like people who want to get into skating they don't want to get the the high-tech skate you know and I just want to go on this little tangent maybe because it's, you know, we, we found it, me and Greg found it really funny because it was like um, the term poser came up, you know, like a, a couple of guys from Stu Stu or, um, down, you know, down the block would be like coming in. They're like, not sure. Or they were shopping at the skateboard shop and they come over and they'd be like, you know, not sure uh, if I can pull these off, you know, I'm not that good. <laughs> You know, like I don't want to be, I'm not that good at skating. And if I rocked a Danny beer, I might look like a poser. And me and Greg are just kind of like this, you know, this guy just say he would be a poser on blades. Like that is the weird, we, like so weird. Right. Like we're just, but that wasn't like, we heard that numerous times. So like, yeah, anyway. that's funny. Right. It's so that's a funny. consideration right like when people i haven't even thought of that can i pull these it things is. off i don't know if i'm good enough for these crazy yeah. blades i'll just a stick with the like time. solid black <laughs> yeah exactly yeah and that's like francis i've actually had this conversation numerous times with francis who is who owns a skateboard shop and um he considered bringing in our skates too before we moved here um and that was one of the things was like we just need a black skate that um that's not super tech looking because a lot of the guys oh, come to the shop they'd be like those are sick but i'm not that good and i don't know if i can pull that off okay <laughs> so um anyway do you get people coming into the shop looking for like a like not a rec skate but like a big wheel version of the skate has that happened a lot oh yeah today uh at least four people we wow. we have a um this street is such uh, a shock to me because i used to have a shop like i said earlier down the street and the traffic was pretty much dead there's no traffic down here it was different it was like a you know twilight zone and you know 20 years later how long ago was that 15, 13 years later or whatnot it's different you know obviously there's there's stucy there's a skateboard shop there's Riff, there's bake, there's this restaurant here, really amazing restaurant. There's the forestry market. So like there's traffic nonstop. So it's been really 
um, interesting and shockingly amazing, um, the kind of people that have been coming in. And the interest has been super cool. Um, and, you know, like, we're, we're, we're just adapting to the scenarios that, you know, we put across, uh, that are given to us. So um, a lot of people are coming in asking for, for um, or a lot of people just don't know either, you know? Like, they, I know what they want. We know what they want, you know? But we have what we offer. <laughs> so, yeah, we, you know, we have people of all kinds, like roller skates too. And um, it's, it's, it's an interesting, interesting experience, to say the least. So, um, yeah, we do get asked for, for a bigger wheelbase or bigger wheels and um, recreational skates, kids for skates. Oh, sorry, skates for kids. Um, but yeah, we, we can only do so much as a brand too, right? Like yeah. going back to our initial conversations, we're just trying to like knock, take our steps up, you know, yeah. one, one, one product at a time. And I'm hoping we can continue to grow and, and make more shit. Yeah. Um, I'm just going to quickly go down the line of all the things. So it was the, the bridge hardware for the soul plate was the first little change that you made. Then it was yeah. the extra small shell and soul plate. Another yeah, yeah. thing to note was the Darst was the first skate with the royalties, right? True. Yeah. And then we did uh, 10 to $15. Yeah. Yeah. That was a big deal. Then you did the U1 skate. That was the first one with the skin that you tried. And then the blue was the first intuition collab. Correct. Yeah. Then, yeah. <laughs> then you got all listed. Then you did the 909. Um, and then I'm trying to think for nine. You did 909 with intuition. Then you did the beer skate, which had a bigger royalty. You also filled in the soul plate a little bit for the yeah. Darst. So you made soul adjustments. Yeah. And then. I hope I didn't miss anything, but so now the soul plate is the newest little change to the skate. We did our frames. We got oh, that's right. The, the, the frames. frames. So yeah. I was going to ask about the frames. Did you consider naming it a di like a, doing a different brand instead of them, or was it always going to be them yeah. street frames? Yeah, uh, it was consideration. Um, like I really didn't want to uh, lose youth as a as a frame company because um, I still own those molds. Like, through a different play, party, different um, factory. So I still do. Um, so that was a consideration. Um, but in the end, like talking to Mike um, McMullen, um, we, we both are like, it just would be make more sense just to, to grow them and, and, and just have this, you know, a brand that offers everything. And I think it was the right decision. So, um, yeah, we're, we're there's so much to do still, you know, and to like divert and um, to you know try to recreate um, a new entity uh, within the company is just it it would water down and be a lot more work, you know. Like we, I've you know we've invested so much into game and uh, makes sense to to divert really, so. There's still so much to do. Yeah, how big is your list of like I named off all those changes? So it's, yeah, how big it's is the list of what still. you want to do next? 
Um, you know, we 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 have a new buckle. Um, so that's gonna be all of our new skates next year. Uh, I'm just trying to think what what can I actually say. <laughs> We're, there's a lot in the works there's a lot in the works so um it's just timing and if we can afford it and you know um on this week we're announcing something i can't say it now Ooh. but Ooh. this week we'll have something new <laughs> what what day what are we friday uh you Saturday? know it's up to it's up to ivan to finish the edit but he's he's editing it <laughs> so that's this week that's it's a big one um it's new so um edit yeah this is an edit for and is this edit a person for, is this a, a name for, or is this a product it's a product this is intriguing yeah it's oh, interesting product so that's that's next that's this week sorry this is before the new year it'll be out it's all whenever he's ready he literally texted me today before we got on. I was like, whenever you want to, whenever you can finish it. So, um, but yeah, there's, uh, um, we're just trying to improve everything too, you know, like um, we had some wheel issues. Now our wheels are like back to where they were when we started. I went back to my original factory. Like I'm so happy with our, our the quality of our wheel. Um, it's nothing fancy. It's just, you know, I didn't like sit there like, chemistry it's just the original year thing that we found when we started was great and we couldn't get that we couldn't get those wheels again because during covid like people were just you know from skateboarding industry from our industry like it was so impossible to get wheels you know and i couldn't get wheels from my original factory and um now we got them and we're we're in good shape for next year um so that's a huge thing. It's just keeping the quality up and trying to do better. And um, we're still small, you know, and, and we're just trying to to grow within our means. And and I think it's, I mean, a lot of people, I mean, I do get items, I do see the, the tags and people this and people that and, and do this, do that. And, you know, we just like, just I just try to do the best we can, you know, it's, as you said, it's, I don't call it noise because it's 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 valid points also out there that um are that are needed to be addressed you know from from a to z but you know I, we also you know there's only a certain amount of things that as a small company we can do and grow um but i'm very thankful and grateful with the things that we've been able to do um we do have some really cool things planned for next year that i think um the, the what I wanted to say earlier about what I'm excited about besides the act of skating and skating, which I will always be excited about, is just the brand and where the brand can go, and um, and keeping this kind of this visibility, because I, I you know one of the questions people have been I, I I'm hearing your podcast um, with Jump Street uh, like I, I it's is there going to be a downfall after COVID or where, where's the, uh, when's it going to dip or are people going to keep buying skates? And no one has the answer for that for sure, but we can, we can hope and this and that, but I think visibility is, is important and keeping people, um, 
not just inside a marketplace, but outside a marketplace, seeing the cool shit. Cause like you said, there's a lot of, there's so much cool stuff happening, you know? Yeah. But if no one can see it, then that's not really helpful, is it? Right. So, so for me, it's like, what excites me is, is finding these ways and these routes and, and working with people who can help give more visibility to all the cool shit happening, you know? And for me, it's, it's them. So like, um, we have some really cool things in the works for next year. And those in that um, subject matter of visibility, you know, is part of all that. It's part of these projects that we're working on. And that excites me. That gives me hope that, um, you know, people will be continuing to see skating and hopefully be, you know, keep doing it. So, um, yeah, that's, that's um, exciting to me for next year. We, we do have some really interesting um, things happen in, in, in the works that um, I, I, as long as they're hopefully executed, they hope they, they, they will happen, but um, as long as they're executed, um, uh, it's, it's a lot to, uh, to be excited for, for me at least. Sorry, I keep repeating over and over again. <laughs> Without saying what it is. <laughs> oh. Uh, is it the X Games? You... Oh, wait. <laughs> yeah, no. No. It's the Olympics. No. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, it's just like brand, just working with, you know, other brands and, and keeping, you know, we, we've been really great. I mean, fortunate to be like featured in all these like outside, you know, you know, I used to joke about hype beast, you know, and to be in, on hype beast, like that's insane, you know. Yeah, that's crazy. Like, like high speed and all, and and Vogue and um, all these strange promotional situations, but um, those are the kind of things that that keep visibility, in, you know, out there for for the brand and for skating. Those are all good things, you know. So, um, but project wise and and, and incorporating our skates uh that's that's the exciting part for me is to make sure that these kind of projects are are in the works definitely i didn't know how to pronounce that the store name I, in my head i said it sense for the longest time and then a girl <laughs> at my work was like it's essence and i was like oh yeah <laughs> yeah i used to just call it i used to just call it sense and people were like no it's essence like yeah sense like no yeah. Same. What was the connection to that one, or how did that come about? Because that that seemed like a, another left field thing for yeah for them. It happened the exact same time my conversation started with um with with Kyle, and it same thing. Well, they emailed me, not DM this time, but they emailed me, and it was like happening at the same time, which is so strange, you know, and they had no idea that we we're going to make with brain dead either. They just were following trends and they can see, um, um, the, this is the weirdest thing is like brain dead also sells on essence and there is no connection, you know, until I, I opened the door up and like, Hey, like we're actually working brain dead. Like, and they freaked out. They're like, Oh my God, really? We're, we sell it brain dead. So like, there was this, you know, really cool energy, obviously. Um, but the emails just, it was an email, like same approach, 
um, I knew Essence, but I never bought anything from there. So I always thought of it like high fashion and I'm not, you know, I don't buy, ever could afford high fashion, right? So like from Louis Vuitton to, you know, Off-White to uh, Gucci, um, they were looking to expand their um, outdoor um, product line and skates were an outdoor activity that obviously was trending. Um, but you know, there's you know, there's a few little things that were fun were connecting me, like me and Kyle with Essence. Like they 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 shared a mood like story, like they do board mood boards for the next the projections for the next you know couple years. And uh, I can't I think it was I think it was Roadhouse or Corey Corey Nelson. You know, was, they had like mood like this mood board of like the next year or two and Kyle's they shared it with me and it was like i've probably been roadhouse backwards hat you know new era like super high big ultra wides he was doing Royale and something and then all this other fashion stuff like 90s you know vibe products and roll building was on that mood board basically and this was back before covid or like february march right right when it started and and then kyle was like check this out and he showed me it and i was like what the fuck you know like it's so weird and um so they're you know they're they're on it you know they're pretty much um check trans and um they they wanted to buy our skates and um it just gave it gave us a big opportunity to for the brand to grow and um more visibility um i feel like yeah they were a big big uh to help us promote the company through um more eyes in the fashion world and continue to do that we got a lot of people from um whether it be from brain dead or essence um asap nas or like you know all these like um asap ferg or you know people celebrities that um, we're just into skating and wanted skates or, you know, like they helped us see people like them, them to help, um, give more visibility to them, you know, and, and they want it, they wanted the skates. So, you know, there's a new, there's numerous people I can't think of right now, but there's a lot of people that, um, and helped help definitely spread the word of, of them through this, you know, through essence and through brain death and through Kyle. Do you have any like uh, predictions about the next decade? Decade, no. The uh, next like twenty years, thirty years, <laughs> ten years, fifty years. Like, what do you you don't because do you, you skating a lot, obviously, um, and you're pretty involved with uh, the industry, um, and you've seen kind of you know the you you've watched you know the skate the big you've watched skating boom and then collapse and kind of come up a little bit now. Um, but are you still just kind of in the dark about what, what's to come in terms of the future? Definitely. Uh, I, you know, I, I mean, I, would, I can see where I'd like it to go like anyone else. Um, 
But I always like lately, I can just say like, I look into the brands that have been around a lot for a long time, you know, like why are they around still? And why are people are so intrigued by them? You know, like Supreme or Louis Vuitton or um, Gucci. I mean, obviously these are higher end brands, but you know, but why are they around for so long? Like they're not skate, surf anymore like i definitely well brain dead you know like so that's where kind of i'm at right now as as a company owner um i'm very influenced by skating forever role budding and i'll forever want to make everything better make better product as long as like we can earn business that, that's no question you know as long as we're able to do that um but I'm, I'm, and I want to support my guys. I want, I want to be able to, um, to be able to pay them for for skating. I want to be able to do that for skating, for from our point of view at least, and 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 fulfill, you know, a a place for um, people to work in skating. Like, there's no better satisfaction in that. But going back to what I said earlier about brands, like longevity, like that's like on the top of my mind right now is, is like how to, of course it's just skating, you know, because we were a skate company, but there's definitely um, a place out there, you know, to, for me at least to, to just, you know, pursue per se or grow or, or learn from, like I learned a lot from Kyle and um and these new relationships that um that i'm having uh, from different markets and different industries so um it all intertwines basically you know like sure um those those give more opportunity um and i I think that's that's part of visibility opportunity visibility you know Yeah. Grow the market, get more eyes in skating. Like that's where I'm at right now. Like, wh- where is Blading Cup going to go? Like, how much? You know, we did 30 grand this year. Can we do 60 next year? Or like, like I can be honest with you. Like, we I didn't have enough space for vendors this year because we only we had 35 vendors. I could if we had more space on that street, we could have maybe had 40 to 40. Who knows? Um, but now we're going to this parking lot here, so we'll have more space. So, so what does that mean? That means growth, you know? That means, like, um, we have roller skating industry. We're working with them. You know, that's growth. Like, there's there's just, oppor- like, I'm just trying, that, that's where my mindset is at, you know? It's just, it's not so much, like, um, it, where is the, where is the, when's the turn going to happen? It's more like, well, look at the opportunities that we have right now and let's just try the best we can. Definitely. Um, and um, it's it's also like it's a driving force so it's inspiring it's um, yeah I feel good I mean I feel good about next year <laughs> so I can I can say that much like I can say like personal like I feel really good about um, what's happening for next year for them skates for Blading Co um and 
far as 10 years ago. So. Um, I'm not trying to be our historian, but um, when things were going really good in the 90s, how long did that last? That was like 10 years. So we'll see. <laughs> right? It was like 10 years, right? Like yeah. 93 to 2003, like something like that. So maybe we got a 10 year window. I don't know. <laughs> what do you guys think? I don't know. Who knows? I, I don't know I think if it, the world is so different. Yeah. Yeah. It's that's what's time. so hard to say. I, I don't know if it's um yeah. If if I can't enjoy things that are positive, so my brain instantly goes to like one yeah. or too many skate companies. And I, I don't know if that's on the jump street, if that's if I just can't enjoy the moment and be like, well, can there be 14 aggressive skate companies? I don't know. Or is it like yeah. is there gonna be too many no, skates? I know this I heard, I watched your podcast and I know you're like there's a a certain like a, a serious concern of like so many releases and I totally get it um and how many people are gonna keep doing it and um I totally agree I mean it, but it's also um like from I can only speak from where we are as a brand as them states are and um our, our business has definitely grown and um, since we started and um, and it's a, it's a good thing, you know, and I'm super grateful and um, want to just be positive and just say like, yeah, like we have some cool things happening next year and super exciting, super exciting things. And um, I, I can't say like, you know, much more than that because can't you know there's no guarantee in anything but i just can just say like uh next year is feeling pretty good with um the ideas and the projects and i sound like a broken record now but um that's um truthful like <laughs> just i just try to you know, project project something some positive vibes here i guess I shit well the the um not that you would ever have to be on a blade council but i mean there would be it would be good if shops and all the companies communicated to like find out what happened with like this this current like stretch if everybody got yeah. solid information on like how did it go yeah what can we do differently like but i don't know if that'll happen yeah, it would be not, dope if I, there was I, like a. I heard that part too. Yeah, if there was like a public release of like a, a spreadsheet of like, okay, the the industry numbers were this this amount in wheels, yeah. this amount in skates, and everyone could see all that information. Just not publicly. public, Todd. No, oh, no, not <laughs> not public, public, but like just, just kind of public. Yeah. Well, yeah. Semi-public. Um, I don't know that that may never happen, but like even just loosely, if if there was like the a general idea on like, okay, well that was that, yeah. But I guess it depends from company to company. Was that That's too tough. many gate releases? Um, I mean, it was a reaction to COVID. How, you can't blame anybody for like there were no skates, so everybody wanted to make all the skates, and then there were delays yeah. in the port. So it's just a unique situation that maybe 
skating's never yeah. had before. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. I agree. It's a, it's a, maybe a, um, the shops have a good pulse, you know? Yeah. Uh, like, like Long and Gill and, um, um, carriers and thorough, like it, it'd be a good, um, a, a good gauge from asking them, you know, like, um, but I mean, we won't, like, I think one of the things you said was like, we really won't know till, you know, like next year, like what effects that is, you know, if, if so, um, again, it's like, visibility and and just trying to get more people on skates and and um when you have, when your pool is so small and you think small within our pool then yeah maybe you you automatically think whoa there's too many products out there but if we expand expand get more eyes on skates that's that's when um more opportunity is right and it's better to it's better to have too much than too little. Um, yeah, you always you don't have to miss have out on that opportunity. You don't know. You don't want to yeah. not you have a product think. for for people who who want. Yeah. Um. Hundred percent. I learned that. I learned that the hard way too. Here, having a having a store and also you know, distributing skates and manufacturing skates is inventories is very important. You know. Yeah. It sounds good to sell out, but. If you don't got anything to sell. It's, right. Those are missed opportunities. Missed opportunities. Right exactly. So really, I think, yeah, I think, I think it's really up to like sh shop owners, you know, to it's on them to make the right decisions about, you know, how much product to order and carry. And, you know, if they order too much, then they might cut back on future orders and, you know, yeah. Yeah, I mean communication with the shops to the manufacturers is very important. Um, but as you said, it's it's a unique scenario last year or this year, so and last year. So it's like, um, I think these are kind of situations that happen in all the markets where you have to adapt after you make so much shit or you or demand, you know, demand is there or not, and yeah. Um, and then I think also like going back to the conversation about so many different styles of skating and so many options right now, it's good to have options in terms of product. Um, it's good to have different voices in skating that speak to different, different people. And, um, you know, it's a it, variety is a good thing. Competition is a good thing. Um, yeah, I think events too, like um, getting people to look forward to, like you said earlier, events and active and actually skating. Um, yeah, actually skating. That's a big one. <laughs> yeah, like why, you know, it's, it just, yeah, it goes back to the actual act of doing it. So what? On a positive note about that, I do feel more confident than ever about all of the points that people can enter through skating when they look up a name or a company. Like a lot of the media now is really good and mature. 
skating yeah. looks really good and there's yeah the varieties there um yeah i'm confident about like even when you said if kyle found out about them and then mushroom blading and then looked up like some of mike torres stuff like those are three really crazy different points maybe he looked at some of leon's wizard skating stuff it's it's like definitely or if you looked at yeah. danny beer like it's insane how how wide the net is now but all of it is interesting and mature enough and confident enough in itself and not like not overthinking that like we're teenage rollerbladers trying to prove that we're interesting or cool. It's just, this is what we do. Here we are. That's a good thing. I also like how you talked about um, them being something possibly bigger than what it is and not in a, and not in like a overconfident way, but I love that you're thinking of them beyond aggressive skating possibly like it'll always be rooted in that but in terms of the brand could be something bigger i think that's smart as well yeah i feel longevity is a is the subject and like and visibility and people continue to do it and um yeah, going back to these other brands I've been around for so long and I continue to manufacture product and, and sell it. It's uh for me it's it's inspiring and it's like if we can contribute to the world um from our way, like um maybe that maybe that could be a route, you know, maybe that that's a way to um last longer, you know or not last longer but continue you know showing skating in this in a visible way outside you know in the outside world yeah, definitely um, but you know those are topics that you know maybe dreams <laughs> i think that's a that's a really good aim is to like if you could get outside of of skating and if like if people connected with the brand that yeah. weren't just rollerbladers then it's it's more you know visibility for for uh for skating um, even if they're not in, they're not interested in skating if they enjoy wearing the t-shirt or they enjoy you know yeah. whatever it is um and the root and the root of it is that, that you know we're we're a rollerblading company we make skates and um and people love that there's a there's a passion for that there's a a fan for it you know and the aesthetic of it the, the everything you know like there's a lot of brands out there that i really admire like rafa and mcbike you know there's like cool cool aesthetic brands that in and in, in retail stores and there's there's a lot a lot of um opportunity i feel like if you know we keep working hard and we'll see you know one day at a time so um i in, in the end right now I'm, I'm super grateful for the people i'm working with the people that um support the brand and um skate for the team and the logistical whole you know uh base of this company is, is really unique and um i i'm very like 
thankful to to be around the people I'm surrounded by, and uh, I I really think um, that's really a uh, I know it's an attribute. For, it's the reason why of, of where our success right now. And um, when you're surrounded by so many talented people, it's it's a it's a win. You know, like oh yeah, it's a really really cool. So. Um, I think like sky's the limit, you know, confidence is, is really important. And uh, yeah. Yeah, I think you guys are doing a great job. I'm stoked. I'm a fan. Um, We've made you sit in your yeah, car since for, the beginning. or sorry, your wife's car for two hours <laughs> I'm now. Good. Um, I'm good. I had Thank two, you, two last questions, yeah. really simple. Uh, when was the last time you felt uh, relaxed, like true relaxation. Does your mind turn <laughs> off ever? Now, recently, before our shop got, um, I was in Cambria with my in-laws and we we're on the beach and until the next morning when I found out someone tried to break in the store. <laughs> but for, that was really, it was cool to, to, cause it's been a long, long year. And like, like we haven't had a, I haven't had a time to like, like turn off and then, um, been here like every day as much as I can be um and Greg you know Greg's been um here every day and Rain has been here whenever he's in town and Parker has been working here too like and it's been a grind and just to figure out the logistics of like how to run this place you know because it's such a, a different animal to have the retail and then the warehouse in the back and it's a big space you know um and a new a new rhythm with shipping and um and we literally had a 40-foot container drive down this road downtown like it was crazy um so like this whole you know process of this happening has been a lot and then obviously playing cup so um i haven't had i mean i had the chance to drive up to highway one so that was a it was nice to turn everything off for a little bit and and be away but that was like the first time i actually put, like had to had to time to like um not fully be like that event work but um but i love it though it's like there's no better um i wouldn't want to be anywhere else you know i could have been as you guys know working at the post office so ironically i i'm always at the post office still <laughs> <laughs> but you know uh, you know, we're here here ninety nine percent of the time, and uh, it's it's sick. It's like the dream, and um, it's cool to 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 know that this actually's been working, and it's like, um, yeah, turning it off is like fun for a while. It's like going on vacation, or no, it's like it's like. You go on a um, yeah, you go on a vacation and you want or you want to go back home because you feel like you know it's, it's going on vacation is like work too, you know. It's like I'd rather just be at home. <laughs> or like on a skate track. I don't know what track compared to, but I'd just rather be here. Yeah, you know? I wouldn't rather be doing anything else. I think that's my point. Like working on skating, like shit. Well, that's better than that, you know. Yeah. I don't know. Nothing better. And we appreciate the four years so far you've put into Thank this you. since the original podcast. 
and I think Thank you guys for being, you know, help launching the company. <laughs> we we just let you speak. Yeah, I know. I'm sorry. I feel like I just been rambling for. Sorry for anyone listening to this. I've been rambling for like two hours. About. That's the point. No, I love it. Exactly. That's the point. And you know what? I never really get to talk about skating as much. Like, I mean, I do with the guys sometimes. Like we talk and, and small talk, but it's almost like therapy, right? I feel like I got to get it out of my system. Now I don't got to talk about skating for a while. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Yeah, I hope I hope you feel good after this conversation. I yeah. hope I hope I don't. I mean. You know, I never really do, to be honest. Like, I feel like, what did I hell? What did I say for two hours? I always I have that feeling. Oh, that it's happens like, to me. Yeah, that's that's just post podcast overthinking, yeah. and then you realize putting is it, it okay out there is yeah. Oh, this it's was a good great. Thing. Yeah, was yeah. it okay, guys? Okay, yes, this was awesome. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Thank you for okay. the opportunity, Jim. Thanks, yeah, thanks, thanks a lot. Yeah, okay. it was fun. That was awesome, dude. Appreciate the support again. We'll guys. talk in another four years. Yeah. Four years. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds great. <laughs> Take, care. Take care, buddy.